If you can truly run all your payments, all your Canvas card interactions through one vendor like TouchNet, uh, that allows, I mean, that takes so much complication out of the business. You know, it, it, you end up with things like the ability to look at truly how are you doing from a payment perspective across campus? You know, where's money being spent? How are you doing on your processing costs? Full visibility across all aspects of, of the business side of higher education, right? It's a huge benefit of the platform approach. Welcome to Focus, a podcast dedicated to the business of higher education. I'm your host, Heather Richmond, and we will be exploring the challenges and opportunities facing today's higher learning institutions. Today I get to chat with our president at TouchNet, Adam McDonald. He talks about taking a platform approach for the business of higher education. We don't typically feature someone from the TouchNet team, but I will never pass up an opportunity to hear directly from our president. So welcome, Adam. Thanks so much, Heather. I'm happy to be here. Uh, we've got so much great feedback on this podcast series, and I'm just excited to be a part of it now. So thank you. You're welcome. Well, I know you talk to our customers every week, so you really have a great pulse on what's happening on campus. And last year, higher ed really led the way, moving to remote student services, both on the academic side and the business side, and they did it practically overnight. It sounds like most have a return to campus initiative underway for this fall. What are you hearing about those plans? Yeah, thanks so much, Heather. Yeah, I guess I would start by, you know, talking about what you said about how they pivoted overnight. And I just want to, you know, begin there and say I was so impressed and inspired by everything we saw the higher education community do last year. I mean, they literally turned on a dime, moved to this virtual world and kept things moving, kept serving their students. It was so great to see. So I just feel like I always want to start there because that was such a, an inspirational success story to see. Absolutely. And so, you know, as uh, as you mentioned, then you know, back to kind of the beginning of your question, uh, I do talk to customers very regularly. So my goal, as you probably know, Heather, is to try and talk to at least one customer per day, uh, every single day. Um, I don't always meet that goal, but I usually get pretty close. And so I like to think I stay pretty in touch uh, with what's going on on campus. Um, and I would say you're absolutely right based on what I'm hearing. I mean, most schools have a pretty compelling, pretty comprehensive plan to not necessarily return to how things were exactly before, but certainly get back to a new normal that is much more like the old normal than what we've been going through for the past 15 months. Yeah. Um, and honestly, a, a big reason they're able to do, to do that is because of technology. Um, and, you know, if, if think about it, I mean, I guess the number one reason they can do it is because of the vaccine, which is technology in its own right, right? Sure. And, uh, yeah, a, an amazing example of technology coming through and helping society and everything else. Uh, but more from where we sit, there's just a variety of technologies, um, you know, both inside and outside the classroom uh, that are helping, you know, bring students back, get colleges back uh, going. You know, and for us, for the kind of work we do, as you know, we're, uh, you know, we help run the business side of higher education. Um, you know, we see things like contactless everywhere is a big part of what we're seeing on campuses as we go forward. Uh, mobile first in all things for all applications and also some things like, you know, order ahead or virtual queuing, those types of things. So technology is really leading the way as we move, uh, move back to campus in the fall. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the word contactless or TouchNet has now become the key phrase, but it really is the new normal. And we think about, you know, how we live our daily lives and we're doing this. And so if we're doing this, a student wants to be able to come on campus and have that same experiences. And so these technologies are really going to help institutions bring back their students, their staff, their faculty physically back to campus. So can you just talk about a little bit more about what contactless campus means? 
For sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I think the pandemic has really brought contactless to the forefront, you know, and, and look, this, it was already happening, right? We were already moving in this direction, right. you know, with these technologies. Um, I can remember a stat that we looked at early last year, how there was something like 40% payment growth for, uh, for mobile contactless or something like that. So it was, it was growing prior to the pandemic. Right. But I'll be totally honest with you. I mean, I'm, I'm the president of a, a payments related software company. And even for me, uh, before the pandemic, I just didn't worry too much about whether payments and things like that were happening in a contact in a contactless way. Sure. So, you know, so I go to the store maybe or something like that. And, um, you know, of course, I'm looking to use contactless. But if I got to, you know, swipe my card and get my hands on that device or even in some cases, hand the card over. Right. Right. We used to do that. Um, you know, that just it always bugged me a little but it Just whatever. That's just the way things were. There's yeah. a better way that people weren't adopting it. Now, I think with the pandemic, people have adopted it. You know, people expect, I can certainly tell you, I expect everything as pertains to payments uh, to be contactless. And I think that's what we should assume our schools will expect. That's what their students will expect, everybody campus-wide. Um, so as you know, we talk a lot about, you know, enabling a contactless campus. That's something we were talking about even before the pandemic, and it's even more, uh, you know, appropriate now. Right. And so I thought maybe I'll just go through a, a quick run-through of how we see that. Uh, you know, we have kind of a three-step process that we talk about with when it, as it pertains to enabling contactless campus. And look, if, if anybody who's listening wants more information, we have tons of other information. So I'll just give you the summary version to try and uh, try and keep us moving here. So, Great. yeah. So if a school is going to enable contactless, the first thing they need to do is enable NFC. Right. And so for those who might not know, NFC is near-field communication. Uh, it's basically the technology that enables contactless. Uh, and the good news is, from a payment perspective, if you have updated your point of sale terminals somewhat recently to take EMC payments, you're probably in pretty good shape from an NFC perspective as it pertains to payments. So, and of course, we can always help or provide guidance to customers uh, about that. Um, but I also want to make sure people understand there's a whole other world of use cases uh, around contactless, particularly as it pertains to campus card. So essentially, with uh, it, by enabling NFC, you can enable your campus cards to you know get your students into their dorms or check into classes or check out library books, all using that that uh, campus card in a contactless you know tap and go type format, which is really really cool. Yeah. Um, and and then from there, there's even more applications. You know, there are things like uh, virtual queuing again, or we see some of our more advanced. Uh, schools using robots via NFC to deliver things in a truly and completely <laughs> contactless right. method to their students, things like that. So if you get NFC going, the uh, the opportunities are almost limitless. So that's kind of step one. Then to keep it going, step two of uh, moving to a contactless campus is to go mobile. So um, look, we all know, you know, Apple Pay and Google Pay and these things on the payment side, and those are great and really taken off. Um, but I want to make sure everybody knows that the same technology also exists to essentially enable your campus card to operate the same way. So if you think about that, you can put yourself in a situation pretty quickly via the mobile wallets for payments and, uh, and also essentially inserting your campus card into that same mobile, mobile wallet and using it in a mobile way. You can get to a situation where everything you would use a credit card for, everything you would use a campus card for can all be done via the phone, right. which is Absolute game changer. Yeah, I mean, you know, Heather, what's the one thing students are never going to lose? Their phone, you know? Right. So all those problems with lost cards, all that stuff is gone. It's hugely convenient for everyone. Administratively, it's convenient for the user. 
Um, and also, most importantly, you don't have some of the security issues you have with credit cards in particular as well. So if you lose a credit card, you got a problem. Somebody can use that card. If you lose your phone that has your credit card payment on, uh, information on it, there's no actual payment information stored. Right. Uh, you know, the wonders of tokenization mean that uh, a phone is worthless to uh, anybody from a payment perspective. Of course, you don't want to lose your phone, but at least it's, uh, it's not like losing a credit card. So. Um, there's a tremendous amount of, uh, of application and useful things that can be done by going mobile. And by the way, it doesn't even stop there. I mean, there are also things like um, if you think about financial aid disbursements or, or you know, what we call refunds. Um, I mean, I guess taking pictures of a check in a way is sort of contactless, but I just, right. you know, I'm surprised at how many checks we still see going out, right? And in our refund solution now, we've uh, enabled uh, what's called an OCT transaction, which is essentially a transaction that runs on the debit network and deposits the money with students immediately. It's an in instantaneous transaction, uh, which is great. Such a better uh, outcome, such a better experience. You're not waiting three days for an ACH. You're not dealing with the check. You don't have to know your bank routing number and all that stuff. You just need to have your debit card or know your bank account number, which students have or know and uh, you can get your money instantaneously. So so that's step two, go mobile. And hopefully you can see I'm pretty passionate about this. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the third piece is just get to the cloud. You know, that's step three. And I'm, I think everyone at this point understands, you know, the administrative and PCI and security uh, benefits of moving to that type setup. So those are our three steps that we think about when we talk about going to a full contactless campus. Um, so again, enable NFC, go mobile, get to the cloud. So I hope that it helps explain what we are seeing and how we see the contactless campus evolving. And I certainly think this is what we're going to see, you know, at schools around the country here as we get to the fall. I think so too. Absolutely. Adam, thank you for that. And I think the other key with this is that as you're doing this all in a unified way, then you have that reporting behind it and you're able to track and see all the interactions that are happening across campus, whether you're paying or whether you're checking in and getting access. And now more than ever, reporting has really been really that key piece that the business office and the campus card offices are starting to see more requests for new reports and a deeper dive into data. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, data is more critical to our customers than ever right now. I mean, look, data helped keep customers, helped keep students safe during the pandemic. Uh, data helps our, our schools provide a better experience and better outcomes to their students. I mean, all those sorts of things. Um, so we're definitely seeing an, an increased focus from our customers on, you know, collecting data, trying to figure out how they can use data just to make things better uh, mm -hmm. for their students. Um, and so for us, you know, they're, you know, because we see our, our, our schools, our customers asking about that, we've been really focused uh, over the last several years on trying to help our customers, to help our schools get the, the data they need to be as effective as they can be, you know, in their jobs helping students. And so we're, we're releasing things like our new student account advisor product. Um, which pulls uh, information from all of our products, as well as the ERP, as well as um, other sources, and brings it all into one pane of glass yeah. so that schools, the business office, whoever can provide the best possible experience and guide their students in the best possible way. So that's really cool and a really good use of data that we just, our, our schools just, uh, you know, that I would say higher education in general just hasn't been able to, to pull off before. Um, or another good example of us moving in this direction is our reporting and analytics uh, module, uh, which is in pilot right now, uh, and uh, we're, we're you know using that with customers. 
And we think it's going to be an absolute game changer uh, when it comes to just providing better information for schools to make decisions, affect student outcomes, provide new services, all those sorts of things. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I think that the having to provide remote student services truly showed the need to be able to have all that data at your fingertips. And, you know, when you talk about advisor and being able to pull it from those three sources, there was always this idea or concept of the one-stop shop, right? But that was pretty much thinking about it more as a building and a space on campus. But we started to really hear the conversation around one-stop uh, one stop shop being virtual and being able to have the technology to support and, and have access to all that data. Just to talk more about maybe this, you know, reporting and analytics module. I mean, look, uh, you know, campuses are like small cities, you know, they're not even small cities in some cases. They're just like cities. I mean, they're tremendously uh, complex environments uh, that create a lot of data. Um, and as I said before, we're just hearing more and more about schools wanting to use that data to help them make better decisions, provide better outcomes for their students, help them run their business better, all those sorts of things. Um, so that's a big reason we went with the reporting and analytics modules. We, you know, we saw this coming. This is where schools want to go. This is what they want uh, from TouchNet. Um, and so I would say, you know, as we enter this pilot phase with this uh, this new module, it's right now focused more on kind of core reporting, you know, use cases. So, you know, what are my sales and, and my marketplace stores look like or, you know, different things around transactions or how products are being used or those sorts of things. But I think in the next year or two, we're going to really see us uh, see TouchNet and our customers dive deep on analytics using this module and really understanding what information we collect, how we can utilize that information in the in a good way, by the way, you know, fully above board, fully in right. conjunction with our, with our schools, 100% focused on student outcomes and what the student, what the schools need to drive a, a better uh, experience for their students and, and delivering that in a way that I think will be a real game changer for our schools. I think it's going to be great. I think it is, absolutely, because to me, the problem always with data and getting it, the reporting's the easy part, right? You you report on a lot of data, but then what do you actually do with it? And that's where the analytics comes in to really analyze and start to make those business decisions like you talked about. And I know we introduced this as well as Student Account Advisor that you just talked about and mobile that you talked about in our new platform this year, eCommerce 8. So can you help us understand the platform approach and the impact this is going to have on higher ed? Absolutely. So, um, I mean, as I already said, uh, you know, college campuses are crazy complicated, right? They're, it, it's a city. I don't know how else to describe it. They're all the parts of the city, you know, they're on, uh, on campus. And, and what we've seen is, you know, schools that don't work with TouchNet, uh, you know, historically we've seen that uh, uh, complicated nature can sometimes kind of get the best of them, right? And they'll end up with a number of different payment systems across campus and a non-integrated um, campus card system and just kind of stuff all over the place, which of course, if you think about you know how that manifests itself, it causes a host of different problems, right? So you end up with sort of a uh, uh, non-unified or inconsistent experience for your users, for your students, for your administrators, um, or a, a diffuse system like that makes uh, things like reconciliation or just trying to get a whole picture of what's going on economically on the payment side across campus just makes that impossible. Right. Uh, introduces a lot of risk with things like PCI uh, or compliance, those sorts of things. And of course, uh, causes security concerns too. If you have 10 different payment vendors, how you ensure that all of those payments are happening securely and in, in, in the appropriate way. Yeah. So it's just complex. And so, you know, this is where we think our platform, which as you said, we really uh, announced with eCommerce 8 here earlier this year, 
we really feel like our platform approach helps take that complexity out for our customers. I mean, you know, our, our, you know, reason for being what we want to do is we want to help our schools take every payment and every campus card interaction across the college or university environment in a secure and easy to administer fashion. Yep. That's what we do. We want to take that off your plate and handle that for you. And if you think about that, if you can truly run all your payments, all your campus card interactions through one vendor like TouchNet, uh, that allows, I mean, that takes so much complication out of the business. You know, it, it, you end up with things like the ability to look at truly how are you doing from a payment perspective across campus? You know, where's money being spent? How are you doing on your processing costs? Full visibility across all aspects of, right. of the business side of higher education, right? It's a huge benefit of the platform approach. Or if you think about things like security and compliance, I mean, this is our bread and butter at TouchNet. This is what we're known for. We're going to help you take every one of those payments in a secure manner. We're going to make sure you're compliant. We're going to ease your PCI burdens, all those sorts of things. Um, partners, third parties, that's not something we've really talked about here today. But we know very much that uh, we're not the only technology vendor uh, on campus, of course. you know. So we know any uh, college or university is going to have a number of different technology vendors. Uh, uh, partners they work with besides us, and many of those partners will touch payments or credentials. And so in our platform approach, we can absorb their work into ours as it pertains to, to, to payments and credentials and ensure you still retain that one view of everything that's going on campus wide. And then, of course, the data, you know, as we've talked about uh, here several times today, uh, when you have a full platform approach, everything in one system, you can get a comprehensive view of your data and act upon that in a way that helps you run a better, you know, business there on campus, helps you pr provide better student outcomes, better student experiences, all those sorts of things. So bottom line, we just feel the platform approach is the way to go. You know, it allows us to really manage this for you and give you all the visibility you need and hopefully allow schools to focus less on kind of the business of higher education and more on the most important thing, which is ensuring their students get the best uh, experience they can get. Yeah, that's great. And really kind of takes in that consideration. There's two sides of, of a campus, right? There's the academic and there's the business side. And really having a platform for the business side is what's going to really help to drive that success. And so we talk a lot about success outside the classroom because of that. And if you think about you know, what higher education is doing is there's the academic side that's educating those students uh, from the classroom, but there's also education happening on the financial side and the business and teaching students, you know, fiscal responsibility on that. So really, there's this natural extension of our platform because institutions will be offering learning in different ways going forward. Some are going to be on campus, some are not, but finding those measurements of success and opportunities are definitely going to come from technology. That's right, Heather. You absolutely nailed it. That is exactly what our platform approach is all about. Well, thanks, Adam, for sharing with us today what you're hearing across campuses and what they are focusing on now. You're welcome, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. It was great fun, and uh, I really appreciate being here. Bringing a platform approach to higher education that can support the needs of everyone on campus, from payments and credentialing, is making higher education smarter. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Focus. Don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on the business of higher education. For more information, check us out at touchnet.com.